Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And we are back with a brand new series. That's right. We just finished up the Fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are now starting a series called Hope in Hard Times. Oh, good. Conversations in Quarantine. Hope in Hard Times, Conversations in Quarantine. Yes. So that's a big title, but it is um, going to be interviews. Good. Yeah. So we're going to talk to different people in our church and outside of our church, our old church. We have somebody. And we're going to talk about how they're kind of managing their life during this pandemic. Yeah, it's been quite a long time. It's been a long time. And we've got a lot of different people. We've got somebody who's living on his own kind of for the first time in an assisted living type of place, actually independent living. That will be our pastor emeritus. Schulte. Oh, that'll be great. Yes, we're excited to talk to him. We've got a friend of ours from Ohio, kind of a prayer warrior type, um, who is working on some COVID care ministry, and she's an empty nester, basically. Her kids are out of the house, um, so that'll be fun to talk to right. her I think about. she listens to the, the podcast, She does, she? Right. yep. Yeah. She listens to the podcast, and if you've read my book, Cross Trained, she makes an appearance in there, although she's unnamed, so... Um, anyways, let's see, that's Barbie Moore. Uh-huh. And then we're going to talk to Charlie Round, who's a member of our church here and kind of a new grandpa who doesn't get to visit his grandchild yeah. because of COVID. Yeah. And a, quite a few of their trips were actually canceled. He's a very interesting guy and he'll have some insight for us. And then finally, well, I might have one surprise, but finally, uh, Nurse Agarwal. Oh, nurse good. Jennifer Agarwal, yeah. how it is to be a school nurse during this time and we're going to wait for hers until like the end because she's only been a school nurse for three days yeah so you, you, you want some good stories from her we need some stories and how it's right. going i know it's very difficult she has to like completely shield herself up with mask and shield oh and goodness. change clothes and all this kind of stuff so it's it's a challenge so we're going to talk about that but um before we get into what the bible does say about hope we just update you here we've had zeke now for two weeks yeah he's been great yeah, and we've had to... T- he sleeps a lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when he doesn't sleep, he likes to be energetic. He's yeah. quite a like athletic dog. He can leap and bound over things. So we're taking him on quite a few walks. We have. As a matter of fact, you know, the, uh, Monday's my day off. And mm-hmm. so today I, I took him for a walk at dawn. And then uh, after the kids went to school, I took him to Cibolo Creek, and that finally exhausted him. Yeah, he's right but, here licking us yeah. right now. <laughs> but I have to say, I was really proud of him this morning because on our dawn walk, uh, we we rustled up our first armadillo. Ooh, yes, an armadillo. And he is a hunting dog. So what he did he do? He is a hunting dog. Well, he was surprised okay. because uh, he was in the process of marking a bush. Ooh. So he was kind of caught handicapped. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those armadillos, they they for a, a critter as... Uh, as oddly shaped as they are, they can move pretty darn quick. Really? Yeah, I was Never amazed. Seen that. Yeah, so the armadillo scurried. He went after it. I, I was kind of half hoping he'd get it, and then I was thinking, well, what if he does get it? What do I do here? Yeah, uh, what would you do? I have no idea. Because you're not supposed to touch those. No, no, no. Okay. But uh, but he didn't get it. The, the, okay. the armadillo was quicker than we were. But I thought this is awesome. Yeah. You know, he would have definitely got it if he wasn't doing something. Yeah, probably. He's if, very if he fast. hadn't been caught, you know, one yeah. leg up in there, he right. might have definitely got it. Yeah. Okay. And so that's that. And then our kids also went back to school. So yeah. they've been in school Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Monday. And Sophie flew out for college on Friday morning. Friday morning. Early. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. We're still recovering. We had to leave at like 4 a.m. 
Um, she went by herself, staying with my parents for the weekend in Minneapolis, and then they drove her down. And it's a very different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, she's in quarantine, I guess. They got tested yesterday, and they're going to wait 72 hours to get those results. In the meantime, they're quarantining with, like, their roommate or their little pod or whatever. It's complicated. Yeah, but at least she's up there. Oh, I mean, yeah, she's a, so know, excited. A lot, of, um, a lot of colleges have decided to either postpone the fall semester entirely or mm-hmm. go yeah. online. And, yep, uh, and a lot of her friends. she's too. not, so that's mm-hmm. great. We're, we're very fortunate. Yeah. And yeah, the kids are doing great. You know, mm-hmm. the other five who were in the Bernie school system here. So this is exciting. You know, for this, I think for these two years, we've got kids in elementary, middle school, high school, and college. So yes. like, we are that family, which is pretty cool. Well, it's for, oh, for two, it's going to be for a while we're that family. What do you mean for well, two years? Well, because, you know, Maddie's going to come out from uh, elementary school in a couple of years. Yeah, he's got yeah. some time. He's yeah. only in third grade. But I think it's pretty exciting. Oh, okay, you like that? Yeah. It's kind of complicated, uh, yeah, actually. It takes us many hours to get everybody out the door. Yeah, I think today was two and a half hours, wasn't it? Well, Sam has football at 6.15 a.m., so we got up at 5.30, uh-huh. and he doesn't have his license yet, not until yeah. November. So got up at 5.30. Yes, the last child was out at 8.15. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty long morning. It's a long, <laughs> long morning, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so, but let's talk about hope. Um, that's what we're all kind of in need of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about a lot of the fruit of the Spirit, and hope is not actually one of them, but those were also incredibly useful for this time of quarantine. Mm-hmm. But hope is a gift of God as well. Um, and what do we have to say about it? Well, you know, the classic definition of hope comes uh, from the book of Hebrews. Oh, yeah. Now, um, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things. So hope is the Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things, things not, not yet seen. seen. Yes. And so we, we have faith in the things we hope for. That is, we, uh, we desire something, we long for something, we have certainty. That's mm-hmm. probably a better word. We have certainty of something that is not yet ours. Right. But we know that there will come a moment when that thing will be ours. Mm-hmm. And when that thing is ours, then our hope is fulfilled and it passes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so at many of my weddings, I preach about this. And I talk about how, uh, you know, there will come a time when we are actually brought into the presence of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And the things that we have hope for, that, that hope becomes reality. Yes. And so hope passes away. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And the, the classic verse in Jeremiah too, where it says, you know, I have given you or you know the plans i have for you mm-hmm. not to harm you but to prosper you and to give you a hope a hope and a future and i think hopelessness is sort of rampant probably right now um just because there's less things to hope for yeah, especially well, if you're not a christian i think it would be oh very goodness, yeah. hopeless time yeah and there's also that future aspect to hope mm-hmm. uh, you know hope is different from wishing yes wishing is that your present were different oh i wish things were different now mm-hmm. you know so wishing really has to do with the present and hope is future oriented uh, i have hope for for example seeing my father again yes you know, he passed away 14 years ago but i know i'm going to see him again yes that's at the resurrection hope. that's a future orientation mm-hmm and so I think the, uh, it, you know, it's hard that this COVID season is hard for all of us, but for those who have no future orientation, you know, mm-hmm. Christians were always looking forward to the resurrection. We're looking True. forward to the second coming of Christ. Uh, but for people for whom there is no future orientation, there's just a, a, a long, continuous present. Yeah. Uh, and then when you look at the future and no one knows what the next couple uh, months are going to bring, no one knows what the next couple years will bring. Yeah. And so there's this, this uncertainty about the future that produces hopelessness in people because they have nothing to anchor their right their and that that is that's right that's a good point that's exactly what's made this so difficult is because like you know we all when this came out in march we all were like oh by june yeah. everything will be back to normal there's no way it's gonna be longer than that 
and June came and went, and then we're kind of like, well, by late, you know, by yeah. the fall when school, and you know, most schools are not back in session. I mean, just the mile marker just gets keeps getting pushed further and away, and that's yeah. really a hopeless situation. It seems like. Yeah, 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 because there's there's nothing in the future that you can say when we get to that point we'll be fine. Right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing there. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, for those of us who are Christians, we can say, well, no matter what happens between uh, now and the end of my life, I, I know that. I know that I have hope beyond this, uh, beyond this life. Yeah. I know that I have eternal life with Christ, and that's our anchor. I think uh, the book of Hebrews, I think it is, mm-hmm. talks about hope as a sure and certain anchor yes. for the future yeah. that goes into the veil ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and the image is the high priest going into the Holy of Holies. He's veiled off. The people can't see him, but you know he's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so too, you know, Jesus is our hope. He's in the future right. for us. We don't know what the future brings. It's veiled off for us. It's closed. Right. Uh, but we know who's there. And so we, you know, no matter what happens in our circumstances, we don't give up because he's there. Right. And that that helps us to give meaning to each day, even in quarantine, right? Yeah. Because we have this hope. And in Peter, I think it talks about we're born into a living hope, yeah. right? Yeah. So much of our culture now is kind of death, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, kind of live in a culture of death. And um, but the Bible tells us that we were born into a living hope. And yeah. I think that helps us to just live these even these really long days where we don't really see an end to what's going on right now um we have an ultimate purpose or an ultimate you know meaning to our lives and that's the hope like you said of jesus christ and that one day we will be with him and all those we've loved before as well absolutely well, good. Well, I look forward to hearing what your uh, what the interviewees have to say. Yes. Good. Yeah, we're going to be doing it mainly over the phone since we are in quarantine, um, primary, and especially since some of these people are working and whatnot. Um, so it's going to be kind of interesting to see how yeah. that goes. I hope the quality is okay. Yeah, well, we'll try it out. And <laughs> we're going to try if, it. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't work, we'll just come back next week and say, hey, we tried it and uh, it was a terrible connection or something. We'll, yeah, we'll figure no, it out. We'll figure it yeah. out, but it will be exciting. So we hope that you are... Looking for th- forward to that, and um, we will start. I don't know who's first. Whoever can I can do this week. Yeah. Whoever I can interview this week is going to be first. Yeah. So we don't have an order, but you will find out soon. Yeah. So I know we're we're, we're pretty short at the moment. So oh yes. Let me ask you a little bit about your Bible study. How's Jonah going? Oh Jonah, yes. We are studying Jonah on Wednesday mornings. Um, again, kind of as a way to talk about you know what happens in, when things don't go your way. You know, Jonah wanted. God, he was living a really good life as a prophet of Israel. He was actually preaching a good message, which is kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had good news to preach, yeah, not like gloom and doom like most of them. And Israel was in a financially good time. So he was living the good life, sort of. And then God told him to do something he didn't want to do. And that's kind of where we find ourselves. We were sort of living the good life. And then all craziness broke yeah, loose. And so we're, we're looking at it through that lens. And it's only one weekend. It's been good. And, um, you know, I think another thing about hope, the Bible, well, there's that song by Mercy Me that talks about like, you know, God can do all these things, but it says, even if you don't, my hope is in you alone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where um, we need to be reminded of like, sometimes God does not move the mountains in our lives. Sometimes God does not let us change plans. Like for Jonah, he literally had to go, you know, he didn't want to go, but he had to go. And um, what we have to be able to say is, even if you don't, Lord, my hope is still in you. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good. Good. Okay, that's going to be I, good. Yeah, can I give a little update about my Bible study too? Of course. Yeah. Okay, so you know, I'll be starting my Bible study. I can't remember the date. It's that. Yeah, uh, it's like September the 16th or something. Seventeenth yeah. of September, whatever mm-hmm. that that Wednesday, Wednesday. is. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, you know living on the end times. Um, I did some 
did my first round of research. And oh, my, good. Yeah, my head was spinning just trying yes, to figure it um, all out. This so is a big topic to it tackle. Be, uh, mm-hmm. It should be interesting. But my approach is, you know, rather than dive really deep into one book. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Peggy Hoppus just preached or taught, I think, taught almost him. an entire year on the book on of Revelation. Yep. So she went really, really deep. Um, and so instead of going really deep on a book, I think I'll go broad and take a look at what several different books of the Bible have to say. Yeah, that's good. I think it's that's a different good. approach. Yep. And I think for me, the, the big challenge will be to uh, to make sure I leave enough time for people to, to talk, because yeah. that's what the fun You'll is. You'll do that. You know, They don't just want to hear me. Right. So. It'll be good. It'll be good. Our dog is licking on us now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, we look. this is a short episode. We look forward to having some interviews, and we're so thankful for you listening. Thank you.